Welcome to the Motoring Podcast, a Kia Sorento special edition. Hello, I'm Alan. Hello, I'm Andrew. Yes, this time we're going to talk about the Kia Sorento 2.2 CRDI GT Line S Auto AWD. To give it its full title. And so what well, is Jeff, the Sorento then? <laughs> the Sorento is the seven-seat, top-of-the-range SUV that Kia do, their flagship SUV. And it's it's large, but it's plush. It's a chunky piece of kit. Yes, it is. This is the latest iteration of it. It's had a new design. It was released not so long ago. Mm-hmm. The price for the one I had was 42325 on the road. Plus a colour tax of 615, which probably isn't bad by the square metre. <laughs> yeah, well, I was going to say, there's a lot of body to cover on this one, yeah. <laughs> Means it comes in at uh, £42,940. Now, this has a 2,199cc diesel engine giving 197 horses and a whopping 441 torques. That's quite a lot. But that also is borne out because this is a fantastically popular towing vehicle isn't it yes i i think it won like a what caravan or practical caravan towing award very probably this eight speed auto 2.2 diesel can yeah it's a two ton towing weight so that will make light work of all but the biggest caravans horsey boxes all these kind of things. So, and that seems to be really quite a key market for this. Is is the towing market? Yeah. So, not only has it got the large torques, but it turns out that it has a official combined MPG of forty six point three. I managed forty. It's pretty good. Uh, which I was quite impressed with because it was on narrow lanes at slower speeds. It wasn't. There wasn't as much cruising along. If I'd been cruising, say I'd done the you know, sort of M six M five cruise you know forgetting accidents and hmm. snares assuming all things going well yeah then this would have easily done that mm-hmm. no problem at all it emits 170 grams per kilometer which gives you a first year ved of sit down and brace yourself 830 pounds however Ouch. that sounds horrific the previous generation it would have been 1240 pounds <laughs> Oh, that's so much better then. But that used to only have a six-speed auto. They have made a big step as far as emissions and things like that. Mm -hmm. After that, though, after the first year, you're going to have 450, and that's partly due to the jealousy tax. Yeah, of course, yes. Because that doesn't just go for one year anymore. Now that goes on and on. It's just ridiculous. Because, you know, whatever. As we said, there's a new eight-speed auto gearbox, and this sat on standard... 19-inch alloys that come with the GT Line S. Mm-hmm. The outside of this, this is, like I said that before, that this is the latest version, which is a smarter, slightly sharper look. It's almost, or it's a bit more Germanic-looking than it had previously, but it's quite understated. Not in a dull way or anything like that, but it's, 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 it's quite hand- a clean, sort of handsome look. I always say that these are handsome vehicle yeah it's it's not ostentatious no but you can take it anyway you, you could just park it outside the supermarket you could take it up to up to a, a large a large hotel people wouldn't raise an eyebrow 
that at it at all. No. It, it, it's a good-looking, it's a good-looking beast. Yeah, but it's a big beast. Oh yeah, it's nearly five meters. It's four point eight meters long. How much overhung a standard car parking space, Andrew? Lots. No, that, that four point eight just fits in a just. as in <laughs> nose to tail in. Right. So you're reversing cameras and stuff. Yes, we'll talk about that. It's got plenty oh, okay, of that. Sorry. And excellent. And other things. Um but that means that there's space inside. Proper space inside as well. Uh, this the one I had had uh, gravity blue, which is a premium colour. So that's the six hundred and fifteen pound colour tax. There is only one colour which is standard by the looks of it, and that's not white, which is a premium colour. It's rich espresso. Or dark brown. <laughs> it doesn't look bad in brown. I've seen that. I was about to say, uh, I sound like I'm making fun. I'm really not. I've seen it, and it's it's a good look. At I it. think gravity blue is very nice. Though. We what we were talking about before about the the uh, handsome look. It really suits mm. the darker colours. Really suits it. Which is just as well given your choices, really, because you've got espresso black, platinum silver, graphite, which looks good as well, mm. white. For the full highways agency. To, no, look. no, you have to you have to have the light blue UNN on the side. Yes. Uh, well, no, it's pearl. And then you've got the gravity blue as well. I'd probably choose either the espresso or the gravity blue myself. Mm. As you would expect, the doors open nice and wide on mm-hmm. this. So it's easy to get in, but they are quite heavy doors, which made it a bit tricky for some of the smaller of the horde, of the correct windscreen horde. Mm-hmm. But as it, it feels a quality product when you are doing things like shutting the door. It's yeah. a, it's a proper thunk when you shut it. You know, it's like, it's almost like the Mercedes of the late eighties thunk. Mm-hmm. It's that sort of feel and sound to things. But when you think that lots of the engineering for these and the design stuff is all done just outside Frankfurt. Yeah, it does. It does reflect a lot then in that. I, I guess but having said, uh, you know that it's it's large, quite handsome. There are they do have some flourishes of chrome trim, which manage. I, I thought in this that they managed to keep the balance between it looking too somber or looking incredibly tacky. It's it's quite a nice. It just lifts it enough because yeah. you know, there's things like there's the side steps which helps everybody get in the car, and and the way that they are done. And the way that there's little bits of trim around the bottom at the rear and things like that, it it just lifts the colour a little bit, and it isn't just a big slab of dark. Yeah, because sometimes when those, sometimes especially side steps are tricky on a tricky on cars because on off roads because they can really just look awful. Even standard, you know, proper factory ones can just look like someone's pretending to have running boards along the side or something. They just <laughs> they're just not. They're, they're, they're very tricky to get right, I think. Yeah. I think they thought about those during the design rather than after. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's got a big old boot lid, <laughs> but that's electronic. So, you know, it's on the key fob or there's a button inside the da- in the in the cabin or the you know, to shut it again, there's a button on the door itself. As ever, though, with an electronic boot lid, bit tricky if you've got a dog unless you do it properly and you put them in a, a traveling cage which as we know is what you should do yes should be restrained it shouldn't just be able to jump out anyway yeah so inside this was a lovely big airy cabin even though it was quite dark the materials especially thanks to the mahusive panoramic sunroof as in nearly went the full length of the 
of the car uh, and the front bit opened as well so which was a nice touch because often these panoramic roofs are just a chunk of glass yes so to have that little touch was was really nice and reminded me of quite why I used to like sunroofs back in the day before they were a rarity on cars yes well <laughs> air conditioning is yeah yeah leather this thing had leather everywhere pretty much uh, leather front seats leather back seats and leather back back seats because yes. there's two oh, seats that's in the boot. three rows aren't they yeah. yes <laughs> I think of that wonderfully comfortable supportive they were up front we both passenger and driver were electronically controlled we both had electronic lumbar support which occasionally could veer into but it was many bits of lumbar support and back support not quite the right. not quite the 5008 massage please switch it off but there was many settings it could be put into and remember <laughs> these were also up front were heating and cooling uh-huh as well so during the summer the cooling ones were rather nice if you were a little bit sticky yes as you got yes, in did. did like a nice cooling seat as ever with a Kia, though, the dashboard really logically and simply laid out. Things are where you expect them to be. You expect the heater controls to be where they are. You expect the radio control to be where they are. And it's full of dials and buttons and switches. It's not, you've got one screen and everything happens through that. Off you go. No. It's nothing like that. It's it's proper tactile buttons and switches, so you you know what you're doing. and You can actually do it while you're on the move without having to take your eyes off the road. So that's quite good. Having been in or had a five, the Peugeot 5008, which mm -hmm. if you haven't heard, you can listen to a previous episode. I just wish there was a few more flourishes in the cabin. They have, Kia has nailed simplicity. They have nailed usability. They have nailed uh, making it as easy as possible. They just now, I feel, need to... And the materials are bob-on as well. Everything's screwed together really nicely. There's no, there's, I didn't sit in there and go, oh, that's a bit of a duff material in that place. There was no point no. that I, I sat feeling any of that. I just wish there was a little bit of excitement in there mm -hmm. if you know just to I mean. something just yeah, yeah just and i'm not talking <clears throat> oh just throw in a a different material for the sake of it but just just a little bit of something they've 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 got we've thought about it and we make it as easy as possible to use and as uh, as pleasant as possible just mm -hmm. add a little bit of excitement to it now that's that's what i think it needs that's their next yes i think that's the next phase isn't it for them yeah because they, they've clearly got exterior design pretty well sorted at the moment if you mm -hmm. look across their range as i said with the seats before wonderfully comfortable obviously simple to get a perfect driving position because everything in the kia specialty everything is wonderfully thought out and as easy as possible to use so you know where you sat and how comfy you were was was very simple to do plenty of room for the passengers in, in the middle row of seats as well <laughs> Sorry, because we have to go on to the final row after that. Yes, of course. Because <laughs> I always just think there's front and back in a car. And even then, as far as I'm concerned, back doesn't really exist, you know. <laughs> so there's plenty Alan's of room in the back of the there choices. and easy for people to get in and out of. 
there was rear ventilation and a couple of charging points in the back arm, you know, where the sort of cubby box in between the two front seats is. Uh-huh. There's a couple of charging points in there as well, which is great. That's a, that's a nice touch that's been thought through of, again, talking about people thinking these things through, but of what the use cases are going to be. Who's likely to be in the back? What are they likely to want to make it, you know, and let's think, can we provide that to make it simple for people? And, you know, make make the journey less irksome than it needs to be in the i'm going to skip over to the rear rear seats now Mm -hmm. because there was two in the boot and they were actually of a pretty decent size to the point where my two eldest could have sat in there for a several hour journey not a problem and they are plenty of room and it's not like the knees were up by their ears or anything like that you know this so could an adult have sat back there or not uh, an adult could have for a shortest journey Right. Okay. You know, it, it, there was there was knee room as well. Mm-hmm. But what things again they've been thought through in the back. There was uh, cup holders for the back seats, yeah. and there was ventilation could be controlled just for those back seats as well in the back. Oh, they right. had their own controls for that and vents, uh, and there was a couple of charging ports as well in the back. So you know, it's they've not just gone. Oh, let's just chuck some seats in. So occasionally someone can take. You know, if they've got granny in the car as well, they can take them. No, they've mm-hmm. gone. Right. Now, if there's a passenger in there, what are their needs? And I, I liked that this level of thought has been deployed. Mm-hmm. But stepping forward again, the, there was a privacy glass. As <laughs> I you don't know ex- about anyone else, but I'm completely lost about where we actually are in this. We're now in the... Car. That's uh, how big it is. Yes. As we move into the atrium again. <laughs> yes, near the library. Uh, yeah. <laughs> There was they, this came with privacy glass and it was really dark and really private. As in, if you were outside, you couldn't really see in at all. That's what it's meant to be, though. Oh, I know, I know. Um, so it did its job from that, but because of that panoramic roof, no claustrophobia because that that could have been a danger. If I wouldn't, it would be interesting to see what it's like without the panoramic roof. I am suspecting incredibly dark is the panoramic roof not standard i think it's standard on the gt line okay so to, you yeah. keep going and i'll tell you in a minute okay going back to the boot though but with the seats down the boot is huge it really is uh this could easily have coped with three inflatable watermelons ladies and gentlemen we have our three triple watermeloner <laughs> yes that's how we're going to rate them from now watermelons on on the bottom of our thing the trouble is I need to find a matching sized watermelon I have a spare oh (laughs) gee don't worry I thought of you we have a spare crazy (laughs) so obviously it dealt with all our stuff it would it would deal with an awful lot of stuff Mm -hmm. don't worry about that and that's that's about it for the for the interior I mean it's really nice it's really the materials are lovely and it's just a pleasant place to be in. The answer, by the way, is the panoramic sunroof is is standard on uh, on the KX3 and a GT Line S models, not the GT Line. Okay. Uh, privacy glass is standard across the entire range. Oh, right. There you go. Okay. Right, I'm going to move on to driving. Okay. As you would expect with all those talks, there's plenty of grunt. Or, or was it sailing? Piloting? <laughs> yeah, well, yes. It had plenty of grunt, but there was times where I felt I still had to work it quite hard. Right. It's a big, heavy vehicle, though. I mean, yeah. There, 
there was a there was a couple of times on inclines on dual carriageways and stuff like that that it had to kick down. Mm-hmm. It, it's two two tons, by the way. Yeah, and two there tons. Were, it's, it's actually it's heavier than the GA. It didn't necessarily GLC. feel that, but you knew that. Mm-hmm. You know, it never felt a, a heavy car when you were driving it, but you knew it was a big because of because of the way the engine was reacting. But when you're driving along at pace, when you're you're moving with traffic, it, it was so quiet and almost serene it was it was quite bizarre really because she was i be going and i kept saying to jenny i go isn't it quiet isn't it quiet? <laughs> you you know what you sound like me in that merc x class oh yeah sounds like a similar experience it, you know you can feel it's quite big you can feel it's quite heavy but actually you're thinking this is very relaxed very quiet in here well, actually, Gosh, the, this is the, chilled. Now you say that 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 was my that was the driving style I just fell into mm. was there's no point rushing. Yeah. Well, I don't need to rush. I'm just gonna I'm gonna get there. Let's just go along, and we'll just go along, and we'll get there. I call that chauffeur mode. Mm. You try just try. You don't care about speed. You're just trying to be as smooth as you possibly can be. Yeah. It was it, chilled out. It was a lovely cosseting place to be inside. It does have driving modes, but... Uh, <laughs> Is there a sport mode, like yes. the previous generation Hyundai, also the big one? I'm going to be in trouble now. Santa Fe? Santa Fe? Santa Fe, yes. Because yes, it, it took me 20 minutes to find the sport button, which gives you an idea of just how much you're meant to be using the sport button, in my mind. Yeah, I think it was a pointless thing, because I, yes. I tried it a couple yeah. of times and just went, this, no, no. There's, no. there's a light come on and says sport. Yeah, there's there's That's no it. point. It just gets a bit louder. Yeah. And the accelerator, yes, did respond a bit quicker and things like that. But it was just like, that's not the point of this. The point of this is, I mean, maybe, maybe, possibly, maybe on very swoopy, gentle, curved A road, maybe, but I don't think so. But you just make yourself feel unwell. Normally. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's just not it's not that sort of car. No, it's not. It's, it, it was, you know, it, it felt a lot like it felt like a high up limo, a lot of the time, which goes in with what you were saying there about the um, chauffeur mode. That's what it felt a lot of the time. Not not because of the size, but just because of the way everything felt in it, the the, the quality of the materials, the quietness, the way that it would just easily did its thing. Mm-hmm. You know, and obviously the ride was absolutely lovely in that. Soaked up the potholes and the lumps and bumps easily. Occasionally, it would get a bit thrown off over manhole covers. All I right. found it sort of it, it did just go a little bit sideways ish mm-hmm. over them. Mm-hmm. That was the only thing that would unsettle it. And I did go over some pretty grim roads. Mm-hmm. But once once I knew that, and then I just adjusted accordingly. Yeah. Did it have flappy paddles? I'm always curious about this. In all <laughs> yes, but again. <laughs> Pointless. I did try them. I did. Right. Then they work fine, and they do exactly what you want, and they're they're a nice feel in a good position, all that sort of stuff. But great for engine braking, but you're not going to do it, you know, around the Nordsch life. No, no, just just not unnecessary is what I'd call it. Like oh, the really? sport mode is unnecessary in that car. Mm-hmm. The auto was really good. I don't think yeah. I ever got it. I don't think I ever threw it out once. I never got it confused. Mm-hmm. It was it always moved to the right gear at the right time for what I wanted. That's what it's meant for. Well, yes. Anyone anyone would think this has been engineered. <laughs> Just crazy fools. 
Just slap them together. Steering was neutral. You know, it steered. <laughs> it was a it was a two ton it was a two ton three row SUV. <laughs> yeah, you could feel every pebble through the steering wheel. No. Yeah, quite. Yeah. It you knew what it was doing, but equally it wasn't super communicative either, because you didn't need to be. Was it a thousand turns locked to lock or no, 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 it was quite quite it was very light. The steering was very light, so you know, it's very easy to get you know, if you had tight parking spaces and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's dead easy, dead easy to use. Very easy. Again, going back to the usability thing, it's like it's almost as though that's something they design into these things. I know. Well, it's, you need to choose some more flawed vehicles. I know. I'm going to have to work yes. on that. Yeah. <laughs> Technology. The next person you, sorry. The next person you ask for a, uh, uh, the next person you ask for a, for a press car is going to be thoroughly offended. Yeah, I may do my asking before this episode goes out. Yeah, good plan. <laughs> good plan. No one needs to know when we've recorded it. <laughs> Okay, tech side of things. There is quite a yes. lot in this. Mm-hmm. Big old beast, but it has reversing cameras, it has a front camera, and it has that, which I think is a really excellent development in tech, is the 360 camera. So you're looking from the top down. It's fantastic. Obviously not essential before anybody writes in, but it just makes using it easier. And anyone who's listened to us for any length of time knows we like tech like that. Tech that makes it easier. We're also very lazy. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Got front and rear parking sensors, obviously. It had the smart parking assist, so it would reverse into parking spaces or parallel parking spaces. And the idea was that I was to control the brake and accelerate, but I never used it because I only had the family with me. Chicken. (laughs) I know. Oh, you don't want to try it with you don't want to try it the first time with the family. No, no. I I would like to I've done that with the BMW system and they go, What you doing? What you doing? What you doing? What you doing? (laughs) I'm nervous enough as it is. Thank you, everybody. Why don't you have your hands on the steering wheels? (laughs) Steering wheel. It's fine. What's it doing? (laughs) You could connect to Android Auto, Apple CarPlay, Mm -hmm. and that came through the Harman Kardon premium sound system, Yay. which was uh, actually sounded really nice, especially because the interior was so quiet most of the time. And there was seemed to be all the possible connection and charging options <laughs> that you Sorry. could possibly Ten, want. Sorry, Harman Kardon premium sound system with 10 speakers, including a four-inch central speaker, yes, an external amp, and a subwoofer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we sounded fantastic on that. What a waste. All I can say is what a waste. I know. We don't have that much base. I know. <laughs> Talking of the charging points, there's also a wireless charging pad, which worked fine. No problem at all. Uh, this had uh, an 8-inch touchscreen, but on the outside of it, it's got the buttons to get to particular parts of the menu that you want, you know, the nav, the uh, system, audio, entertainment, all that sort of stuff. So they're actual buttons themselves. So that, that was good. Right. Strap in. Because driving-wise, there was a bit of tech. You ready for this? I'm um, bracing myself, run. but I'm cheating. I'm cheating by reading the list before you. This thing had adaptive cruise control that worked very well. Autonomous emergency braking. I have no idea how that worked or not because it never needed it. Result: I never want to test yes. these systems. High beam assist, blind spot detection, lane keep assist. Mm-hmm. Driver attention warning. Now, that monitors the driving style over time, apparently, and will issue visual and audible warnings if it detects significant variables. Did it ever make a noise at you? No. 
Okay, no. result. He'll start assist because it's an electronic break and the rear cross traffic alert, which was which I think is always excellent, really good. particularly in car parks. When you're in something the size of many yes. postcodes. Especially when people don't stop anymore in car parks when they see someone doing a manoeuvre. No. So, yes, that's that, that's about it. He says after... I, I, I'm exhausted listening to you. Well, that was a, it was just really nice. That's that's the first time you've used the word nice. Okay, good because I was worried. And I know, and I know you were you were paranoid about it beforehand, but that's the first time I think you've used the word nice on the way through. Cue half our listeners scrolling back to then tell me how many times you used the word yeah. nice. Don't bother, folks, yeah. please. No, it's 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 it was it's a really handsome. Considering how big it is as well, it's a really handsome tech-filled car. Dead easy to live with. I mean, hopefully that came across in all the easies I've said. That's probably that's my next word I need mm. to be worried about now. And if you throw on top of that, Kia's famous warranty. What, what's it up to now? Is it's it about 73 silly? years. Seven years 100... something like that? No, it's seven years, isn't it? Seven, seven years, 100,000 yeah. miles. And over three years, putting down almost 10 grand, you're paying 500 and something a month for this absolute kick bottom top of the range yeah and i think if you pay 500 and i think it's 560 pound i think i could be wrong on that you can pay for their car plan and that gives you five services so you can build that into your finance for 390 you get three services you know that side of things makes a lot of sense as well it sounds like quite a lot but then you'll never really have to pay anything else other than fuel Tax and insurance. So yeah, that, unless if you keep the car for more than three years. Yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah. to sum it up, if you need a car capable mm-hmm. of carrying people around, sometimes more than five, you need practicality, and you want to do it in comfort with some little touches that have clearly been thought about. And and towing. And towing, yes, yes, we cannot forget that. And towing, then I think you have to go and try one. I really do. Yeah. And if you think it's expensive, just consider some of the more traditional brands, traditional European brands, and and just what they charge you for a similar, similar. Well, spec just for the size, size, I think you look at the spec, you you won't be anywhere near, will you? No, no. So this is not really well done, Kia, on this one. Um, I was I was impressed. The family were impressed immensely. That's what matters. Sometimes, yes. <laughs> All pretty good and positive, then. Yeah, yeah. Depressing reviews are good for nobody. No, <laughs> yeah. it's better when we can do that than the other way around, I think. Anyhow, if you're interested in those kids, do get in touch with Kia. Uh, go to kia.co.uk for their website or visit your local dealer. Mm-hmm. But folks, don't forget that between now and next time, you can give us any feedback, share your thoughts with the show at Motoring Podcast on Twitter and Instagram, on Facebook and on the contact page of motoringpodcast.com, the hub of all our activities. Please don't forget to leave a review and rating on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Overcast, and any other podcast platform that you use. These things really, really do matter. Andrew. Uh, if people want to ask a little bit more about the Sorento, what's the best way to get in touch with you? Best way to get in touch with me is via Twitter. If you search for Crack Windscreen there, you will find me. And Alan, if people would like to know more about the towing cap- capabilities of cars, what is the best way for them to get in touch with you personally? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear me. Yes, well, if you do... 
I will pass on what little knowledge I have. Normally by a twi- via Twitter, where I'm at AJP Bradley. That's B-R-A-D-L-E-Y. You completely threw me that time. <laughs> we'll be back before very long, but until then, I've been Alan Bradley. I've been Andrew Clues. And safe motoring. <laughs> oh, I've not thrown you for ages. <laughs>